Welcome wrestling fans to the PW Fan. The PW Fan is a pro wrestling podcast created by fans for fans. And we appreciate you joining us for episode 21, fresh off the Royal Rumble. I am your host, representing the old school wrestling fan and your favorite local barber, Tim Gilbert. And I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast, Andy. Hi, I'm also your host, the no-selling wrestling indie fan, Jeremy. All right, guys, today we are going to be covering AEW Beach Break, the Royal Rumble, and more. But um, before we get started, let's just get the social media stuff out of the way, huh? Let's go over to our YouTube channel where you can find full episodes where we've been posting, and we've been posting video also. So don't forget to please like and subscribe, that really helps us out. T-shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com, backslash the PW fan. And, um, guys, we all watched the Royal Rumble last night together. That was pretty fun. That was that was a cool kind of throwback. Yeah, that was yeah. That was the first time we did something it. like that. Let me. I said to you guys, if we weren't watching this together, this probably wouldn't be that great. Cause, but we will get into yeah. it. You said you would be in bed, didn't you? Yeah, I probably would have fallen asleep, Tim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I stayed ahead, but I stayed up for the whole thing. But, yeah, that was fun. I just wanted to bring that up at the top of the show because I thought that was cool. Maybe we can do that more, and then maybe we can even like uh, film some content at some point and and, uh, and uh, put some stuff together of us watching uh, the shows for people. Because, yeah, that, that was a really good time last night. Andy, I'm going to let you start off today, like usual, and uh, whatever you want to get kind of start off with you you take us where you want to go man uh, all right before we get into the actual shows uh one thing i wanted to mention is um i was watching nxt 2.0 this week and it ended with brom breaker outside in the parking lot with legato del fantasma and up walks Ch- uh tomaso champa so you know, he had made the whole post on Instagram make it seem like he was, like, leaving NXT, and he's been having dark matches with Pete Dunne on, uh, I think, after SmackDown and whatnot, but now he's, I don't know, are they bringing, they're, like, bringing him back to NXT, and they kept his his uh, beard dyed, and, because uh, Vince or someone made him do that. Can't have any gray hair anymore. Nope, <laughs> can't have gray hair. Um, so, I don't know, I don't like that Ciampa you know, they basically were like, I don't think you're, you have anything left to do with NXT and then start doing stuff with him after SmackDown. And then they're like, no, nah, you're going to go back. It's like, uh, I thought it was a nice send off of him dropping the title to Braun Breaker and then go off and do his own thing. But maybe that's just me. If you guys have any thoughts on that. Yeah, it's kind of not a surprise anymore when they do this because they've done it so often with people. They have no idea what they're going to do. And then who knows, maybe next week he's released. And then you don't see him for 90 days. And that's the thing. Like, I just don't know. I just don't understand anymore. And it's almost a joke. Like, we keep covering stuff like this, but it's like, it's not a surprise. It's not even news anymore. I mean, like last week when we said all the stuff about Gunther and Walter, it's like, why am I not surprised that any of this is even happening? So, yeah, whatever. At the, some they just at this point do what they do, and it's different now. I guess that's the thing, right? Like we just accept the fact that it's different, and just stop complaining about it. Is that all you do now? Is that apparently? <laughs> I guess you know. Yeah, well, they know how to uh, question our intelligence or make us question our intelligence. I should say. Here's they the thing. just think everyone's stupid or what? I don't know. You would think, and if you're listening, you would think, well, then why don't you just not watch it? I think there's a nostalgia there. Uh, it uh, brings you back to your childhood. It's like being loyal to a football team, even when they suck, you know, or baseball or hockey or whatever you're into, soccer. Uh, it's... It's when your team isn't doing well, you still support you still support them, and almost WWE sometimes feels like that, like that they're in a. But they had their moments where it's like, oh, this is good again. Like, and the and the thing that's hard to what's different than a regular sport is they're financially fine. They're doing excellent. They're doing probably better than they've ever done. So. 
it's like, why would they change anything? I wonder why. It's for the people that actually care, like us, you know. And I'm sounding like a total mark right now, but for the people that actually like, like remember it being a certain way and then are invested in it now are the ones who are disappointed. But it's all money, so it is what it is. It's just for being a fan for over 20 years, you're like, you know, you get these these guys that are talented and then you bring them up and you basically embarrass them. Yeah, well, I think Timmy said that once before when they kept releasing people and I think it was Vince or someone sold some of their stocks and uh, Nick Khan was president and there's, it's a totally different company than what we right. even grew up with. So it's like, you can't even compare those two now. Yeah, I and that's the thing. I've I've noticed the trend, and here's the thing. I I try to be like a self aware person. I've noticed my uh, feedback towards the WWE over the last few episodes has been increasingly negative. So I'm gonna try to let up a little bit and relax because that's not the point of the show. This isn't like the tear apart WWE show. It is what it is. They're a different business now. I know I'm the old school wrestling fan and all that, but I also don't want to be the guy who just complains the whole time. That doesn't, I don't think that's entertaining for anybody, you know, so, uh, or fun. So, or positive. So we'll just kind of accept might be a the, hard episode not to do that. Uh, yes, but it just, <laughs> good is luck with that mindset. Once we get into yeah. the rumble today. So, um, <laughs> oh, man. so you gonna know, eat, let's, I'm going to eat those <laughs> words, aren't I? Yeah. So let's get into uh, the actual shows of the week. When it came to Raw and also SmackDown this week, they were kind of go-home shows for the Rumble, but a couple things to talk about. Um, starting with Raw, it opened up with a Brock Lesnar-Bobby Lashley weigh-in segment, which should have been terrible, but, you know. A lot of people actually don't like this goofy, funny Brock. I'm a fan, but, you know, to each their own. Um so where, Brock comes out, he's wearing... Huh? No, I just was interested, like, where is the feedback that you were seeing that people don't like it? Was it Twitter or, like... Uh, um, Yeah, just just different social media platforms, uh, people on YouTube. Yeah. It's um, weird. I, I've, seen, I I've seen similar. I, that's why I was asking. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I couldn't nail it down to one, one particular place, but... I see different stuff, different places. Um, but yeah, so Brock comes out wearing a cowboy hat, and he has his man bun braided. Um, he he walks up to the scale, and Corey Graves is the one kind of uh, guiding this whole thing along in the ring. Uh, Corey Graves says something like uh, that Brock's not wearing appropriate attire for a weigh-in. And Brock goes, Mr. Graves, would you like me to get naked for you? Um and so that was kind of Brock's little one-liner for it. And all he did to get on the scale, he took a piece of clothing off, but it was just his cowboy hat. Um, so he weighs himself. Uh, Lashley also weighs himself. Um, later on in the segment, Bobby says he's going to beat Brock at the Rumble, and that's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. And then Brock ends it with, well, who's the comedian now? Since I think the week before they did the knock-knock joke and the Bobby Who thing. Um but yeah, that that segment, you know, just wanted to talk about just because we have a big match coming up with this Royal Rumble pay-per-view with Brock and him. And uh, I've been liking the stuff personally that Brock's been doing. So I don't know if you guys saw any, any clips for, for this Wayne segment or um, what have you. But yeah, what you guys yeah. think or he- heard about it? I liked it. I mean, I, I do like the Brock like this, like where he's kind of joking, but. It seems like he can also be serious the next second, so I think it kind of works. And um, I guess I'll save for what I, uh, whenever we go over the match, I'll save that stuff because I feel like the hype was better than the match. That's true. I've always thought that Brock was talented with or without Paul Heyman. I mean, I was a little surprised when he came back that they kind of immediately went back to that and he didn't talk. Because he was hilarious in the UFC. How does, you know, we got to remember the one of the best interviews of all time is the, I'm going to drink a Coors Light because Bud Light won't pay me nothing. I'm like, come on, this guy, he's... I might that's even been, get on top of my wife tonight. Yeah, that's been there the whole time. <laughs> and then before that, 
when he was doing the uh i remember he was doing this feud with goldberg in like 2003 or 4 right before they both left where he's like because of you bill i can't sleep at night and he was like Ugh. crying and i was like dude i knew that there was like an entertainment he was begging group. vince mcmahon to give him goldberg yeah Mania. please please give me <laughs> goldberg yeah so i i mean i i i kind of knew that he had this in him it's cool to see though and i like that he is a baby face kind of a mixed reaction with the rumble we'll get into it it's it's just so predictable but eh, i don't want to i don't want to talk about it right now well, let's just keep going and we'll get into that there's that positivity <laughs> I, um, I know god damn it <laughs> So one other thing from Raw, and I mentioned this to you guys last night. It's just a little funny thing. So RK Bro versus the Alpha Academy in an academic challenge. Picture basically like the end of Billy Madison um, when he's doing that academic decathlon thing. But it should have been really terrible. I mean, it wasn't great, but there was a few funny moments. So this is apparently the first of three challenges. So I guess this coming Raw uh, and the next week we'll also have two more. But this challenge was a spelling bee. And... Uh, at one point, it got to Matt Riddle, and his word was calibration. And he asks, uh, what's the definition? Can you use it in a sentence? And the host does it, and then he's like, oh, like when I calibrate my scale when I'm weighing stuff, like <laughs> ounces, grams. And then like they cut him off. You can see Randy's laughing. And then when he spells it, um, he screams out, I am the smartest man alive, which I think is a throwback to the Billy Madison movie when he does something um, similar to that. But uh, I also mentioned to you guys that Otis had spelt a word actually incorrectly, but they said that it was correct. Um, this was just like a botch on his, his part. I don't remember what the word was, but um, yeah, I just thought the part with with Matt Riddle, um, whether you saw the segment or not i thought that part of mac riddle was kind of funny and i i feel like the laughter from randy was kind of genuine too so that 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 part made me laugh i think that was about it though from the segment yeah pretty much um yeah now so that that's basically for raw um there wasn't again like these wwe shows this week were pretty much go home shows for the rumble this saturday um but this week's dynamite was beach break and I don't know if we're going to cover every single thing that went on, but there was a lot that went down during this, uh, I don't know, these things I always call like TV pay-per-views in a way. Or no, that's how, yeah. that's kind of that's kind of how they like seem to book it. But the opening you know, beach, match... Beach break and winter makes sense, right? In Cleveland. Yeah, <laughs> completely. Uh, but let's get right into it, because this opening match, guys, was awesome. <laughs> Uh, it was Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara in a ladder match to uh, unify the TNT Championship. Uh, Cody Rhodes was the champion, and Sammy Guevara was the interim champion. So let's get right into it. There, let's let's talk about that awesome cutter from the top of the ladder. Dude, that was one of the sickest things I've Cody. ever seen in wrestling. One of the sickest things I've ever seen in wrestling. He popped up to the top of that ladder, jumped, and just like was like. Let like gravity do too. its thing. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. They they had like they released some like uh you know footage from a different camera they had on the side. And it was like one of those slow mo cameras, and it's like it was crazy to see. And also the fan footage. I'm like, oh my god! Like you see that unedited, it's insane. Yeah, it was to just, me god, it was that so moment like is is gonna be iconic. Just like when Jeff Hardy did the Swanton off the you know, off the ladder through the table the first time or like something like that, like that cutter. And that was so sick. So people I, I read online, um, don't know where exactly, but people are like, that's basically like as a now AEW's like edge spear to Jeff. That's what I'm saying. Off the ladder yeah. kind that's of what thing. I'm saying. Dude, that's yeah. literally exactly, exactly. Great. Great yeah. example. It'll, it, it it'll like be a clip steps. played for years. Yeah. It's like such a clean move too. Like, yeah, it's usually those high risk ones kind of get like it's not perfect, but it's pretty cool to see. But this one was like everything was mm-hmm. perfect about it. Um, 
Yeah, it just it was amazing. I could I watched it over and over again. Like, oh my, God, it was so crazy. He literally he literally um, floated. Yeah, and Cody Cody took it great too. You know, props to him. Yeah, props to Cody. Um, so a little bit later in the match, Fuego comes out and because he's friends with both of them and just gets taken out pretty much. I think was he supposed uh, to be cheered or booed? I don't know. I think he was because apparently he, they were saying he's friends with both guys. So. Yeah, but like Sammy wasn't in like that bad of a spot where he needed help come out. Like he was just getting beat up. No, no, yeah, no. He weird. he didn't need Fuego's help. Yeah. Um. So then, speaking of the Jeff Hardy stuff, Sammy does do like a Jeff Hardy spot of a. Uh, I mean, it's not a real swanton off. It's more of high up on a ladder. You just kind of roll off onto Cody, who's on another ladder, I believe, but the ladder doesn't break or give. <laughs> Sammy just flips <laughs> off of it, lands that, on him, yeah, bounces right gnarly. off. That was rough. Um, but yeah, in the end, the winner was Sammy Guevara, and I thought this match was awesome. It was another great opener to uh, these shows. That was yeah, At first of this uh, match, I wasn't really sure about it, because uh, like, it didn't have the hype, because I was like, there's... No real build to it, I guess, and it didn't really make sense to have interim and all this kind of confusing stuff. But yeah, by the end of it, that was like I was glad to see Sammy win. Yeah, because I, I remember when they first took it off him, we all were like, "It's too soon to take it off of Sammy." Like he really didn't yeah. get a. So maybe they were just leading to this, or I don't know, but they kind of had to work around the whole Cody COVID uh, situation, and I think they made the best that they could with it. So yeah, you know, good on them. Um, so going on in the show, not necessarily the next thing, but, um, there was a match with Jericho and Proud and Powerful versus 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. And I believe the entire time they're not tagging in Jericho, they're pretty much ignoring him. So eventually Jericho just leaves the match. He's like, you know, this is what you want to do and just walks away. Uh, the winners in the end though, were still Jericho and Proud and Powerful, but I don't know, do you guys think this is the beginnings of the breaking up of the inner circle? Well, I'm glad at least it's the beginning for Proud and Powerful to move on because they should be, you know, tag team champs or somewhere around that area. Um, They're really good, and yeah, I'm surprised they yeah. haven't, you know, gotten that yet. And also, well, didn't the end, wasn't the ending where Jericho ended up using the Judas effect and then rolling the guy back in? Or is that, or is it something else? <sighs> I'm not 100% sure, to be honest. Yeah, for, I thought it was something, some reason Jericho won. I thought he stayed at the, the top of the ramp the whole time. Yeah. At the end, so. um, So after that, we had Hangman, Adam Page, and Lance Archer video package. And what a surprise, their match is going to be a Texas death match. Now. I'm not excited about this. My issue with this video package is... In it, they're talking to uh, Adam Page, and they tell him that's a Texas death match. And he's a babyface, but he's also the champion. And when they tell him this, he seems to get somewhat scared or nervous. And he's your champion. I don't think you should book your champion to get scared or nervous like that, but maybe that's just me. What do you I guys think? I think so, also because he just beat Brian Danielson. Like, he shouldn't be scared. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, he he heard out. He heard about it. He's like, "What? What? Like, dude, you're the champion. Like, be be a strong champion. Don't no. Be different than if he was a heel and he was like nervous. But it's like you're babyface. Yeah, should have been like heights about or something. Yeah. So, um, I don't I don't think they've announced when that's taking place. Did they announce when that's taking place? Yeah, I think it's in two weeks. Okay. So. It's pretty obvious the hangman's gonna he's gonna win. Yeah. Well let's just get this feud over with as quick as possible, please. Yeah. Um so after that we had Jurassic Express, Christian Cage and Matt Hardy and Private Party backstage. Um uh, talking about how Private Party's the number one contenders. The only reason why I want to bring up this segment is because we were joking about it last week, but Matt Hardy says, No one cares about the ass boys. <laughs> and then you look in the audience, dude, there's like ass boys signs like <laughs> you know, and I think Jericho this week on Rampage was saying "ass boys" or, and all that stuff. So I think I those know. dudes think need to. I think those dudes need to thank Dan, thank Danhausen. Yeah, 
It's like ten times more popular because of Dan Housen now. It doesn't even matter if it's oh if it's, oh yeah. I mean, think about it. It doesn't the even Club, matter. Which is their actual name. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's night, quote unquote, like negative or whatever. Like it's dude, it's hilarious. More people know about. Yeah, they've it been now. coming. One of them's been coming at him like, like saying it's a joke and stuff. But we'll get to that uh, when it comes to Dan Housen. We'll get to it later in the show. What <laughs> happened? Um. But yeah, I figured you guys want to talk about the CM Punk segment. You know, he, he comes out in the ring. He's wearing the long boys and uh, MJF scarf. That's what he says. He's like, I'm even wearing my long boys. He's got MJF scarf that he took from him last week. You know, he's out there. He's looking to fight MJF. Talks about the scarf, how he thought it was, you know, some expensive scarf, but you can buy a pack of 10 for like five bucks on Amazon. Uh, MJF comes out he talks shit about cleveland and like their teams i believe uh says he won't wrestle cm punk and but then you know then he decides he won't wrestle cm punk i guess that night because cm punk was ready but he said he will wrestle him next week in chicago so uh unless mjf is gonna pull everyone's leg it looks like we're finally getting that match now if one of them loses i mean either one that loses this is actually going to be their first loss in AEW, like well, a clean MJF loss. lost that. Yeah, clean loss. Yeah. Clean loss. I was gonna say. Yeah. Um, and so MJF uh says that he's gonna beat CM Punk, and then Punk will leave wrestling again. Uh, and he says that the chance won't stop CM Punk from turning his back on them again and crying about it on a podcast. <laughs> and then Punk's like a podcast you listen to because you're a fan. <laughs> um. It kind of goes, you know, into that whole thing, basically how, you know, MJF follows his career and and whatnot. Uh, Wardlow and FTR come out. Sean Spears attacks CM Punk from behind. Uh, Tim loved it. Um, Amazing. (laughs) All the pinnacle attacks and uh, Wardlow powerbombs Punk onto a chair. And afterwards, MJF sits on CM Punk's chest, cross-legged, kind of like how CM Punk was... During the pipe bomb promo, I guess I'm guessing that's what it yeah. was like paying homage to. But yeah, well, that's how Punk used to do all of his promos. After that, that's oh, so that then became a thing. Became a thing for him. Gotcha. Um. So yeah, what you guys think of that that promo? Are you guys excited for their match? That's finally gonna. I mean, you know, I'm excited, but I kind of feel like is it gonna happen though? Because I feel like they're saving it for the pay per view, which is. I think it's like March fifth or something. It's a Sunday, and that's God, still that's a like, long time. Yeah, still another month. Um, and this has been going on for like over a month. Like yeah, I think it's feud. a couple of months at least now. Jesus. Um, okay, but I mean it's that's been a good view, feud. Like I'm still I'm not tired of it either because them going back and forth on the mic is still really good. But it's not like they're having like five matches. All right. Yeah. They can go back and forth on the mic for weeks. That's fine. Once you start doing like match after match after match, like, yeah. it just gets I think a the way ridiculous. that Punk's handled it too with going through Wardlow and Sean Spears the way he did was um, help the feud too. Yeah. How about you, Tim? Yeah, I don't know. I I'd like to see it sooner than that, but. Like you said, you can just keep doing promos for a while and draw this thing out. But my thing is, is who do you have win? Because if MJF loses, I feel like that just really like kind of cuts into his steam a little. This bit. is what I'm thinking. It just you have him lose, but it's caused by Wardlow leading See, to Wardlow okay. versus I, that MJF. I, that is a good out. It just came to me. I was like, ah. that way you still protect MJF, protect Punk, and the tension that's been building with Wardlow Booker just finally Andy. comes to. There you go. Yes. Well, I could book it better than uh, someone that booked this men's rumble. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about who that was later. I just found out. But yeah, no, I think that would make sense. I think that would make fans happy, though, if they were to book it like that. Yeah, if they do that with Wardlow, that means that the Punk and MJF stuff's going to be done then, which I don't know if they want to do yet. So I feel like they're going to push it until the pay-per-view. They can always come back to it later. 
Well, that's, that's what I'm true. saying. If you draw it out to this pay-per-view, you pretty much give the fans their fill and have a bunch of stuff happen on yeah, Dynamite, yeah. like as like interferences and backstage fights and like making it crazy so that way we all get our like money's worth and then and then maybe at the end Wardlow yeah. costs him the you know the win and then you it makes sense it makes too much sense maybe that's the problem <laughs> maybe it does make too much well sense. this is aw so <laughs> making sense could actually work yeah, yeah you're right you know compared to the next show um so lastly in the show though i wanted to talk about in the show as in beach break i want to talk about the main event uh just skip ahead to there it was orange cassidy versus am cole in a lights out match uh, gonna be honest, it was a lot better than I thought it was, or yeah. would be, I guess. Um, but let's talk about the big part that happened in the match right away. Uh, about halfway through the match or so, maybe three quarters, Adam Cole goes to get a chair from underneath the ring. And as he's pulling it out, someone's holding on to it. We got good old Danhausen. So Danhausen debuts in uh, AEW. He's very nice, very evil. Um, yes. <laughs> how do we all feel about Danhausen? I think we all like him. I know Tim's yeah, a fan. That's the, that's the reason why Adam Cole lost because he cursed him. So he was he done for the night. Cursed you Danhausen. Are, you are cursed. <laughs> Even I. So, like yeah. How do you guys feel about him? How do you guys feel about him? You know, being in. So yeah, you don't like Orange Cassidy, who's like a comedic gimmick, but you like Danhausen. <sighs> I. Th- can't help it he is at because you know why because he's actually funny like he's very yeah. quick yeah he's like super quick and he always like he'll say something that you'll just be like oh my god how did you think to say that and we'll come up with it in like two seconds there was a time you and me were watching roh together and he was on commentary and he was <laughs> just saying some of the funniest stuff on there it was just like coming up it's it. like just the names the names that he comes up with too like he says chris judas or, you know, the Judas. ass boys. Chris Judas. Judas. The and um, I, I think he's a more, like, fully developed character rather than, like, Orange Cassidy. It was, like, one one joke, really. So is well, he yeah. not injured anymore or just not injured? Or he's healed enough to where he can be on TV but not wrestle? I think he's healed enough because he's, what, four months ago or three months ago? Okay. He Maybe he's not ready to wrestle right away, but... yeah. Um, yeah, that his injury happened at like the worst time, right? Didn't he yeah. just get released and then like got shatter his leg basically? God. But so that that was exciting to see him. Um, I wonder what they'll do with him or how they'll book him. Maybe they'll make him team with Orange Cassidy. I don't know. I hope not. I hope he's not part of the best friends. <laughs> best friend. Um, <laughs> so Same after after that, good boy. <laughs> After that, Cole calls uh, for his friends to come out. Cutler comes out. Good old Brandon Cutler comes out. Uh, but Wheeler Yuta takes him out, and then Fish comes out, and then he takes out Yuta. Then Chuck Taylor comes out, takes out Fish. Bucks come out. They take out Chuck. It's just back and forth. <laughs> then Trent Beretta and Rocky Romero, a.k.a. Rapunky Vice, take out the Bucks, which I think we all know they're having a, a tag team match against one another soon. Um they end up taking the fight to the back to like backstage to what they call the go position in WWE would be gorilla, but I think they call it the go position yeah. in AW. Um, at the end of the match, uh, Adam Cole climbs to the top of the tunnel to jump off, I guess was his plan onto orange Cassie, but orange Cassie has gotten up and climbed up to the top of the tunnel as well. He gives Adam Cole a big hug and they <laughs> jump off the tunnel together through uh, the stage and Orange Cassidy ends up winning. So I guess is that Adam Cole's first loss? It was his first loss, but it doesn't count on the record because it was because it's out. lights out match. See, smart, <laughs> smart. Okay. Um, I, I like the ending though because that was that was just like it was like a funny, but also I thought it was a pretty cool move too. Well, when talking about the match itself, like when Dan Housen came out, Tim hadn't watched it yet. And I called him. I was like, you watching? He's like, no, I'm watching Ozark. I was like, do you want me to know who just debuted? He's like, no. I was like, yeah, I didn't. Want I wanted to, to talk about it with someone. I wanted to talk about it with someone. I was like, God damn. But uh, yeah, so what do you guys think of all that uh, match itself, or maybe just you know, 
We do, I'm I'm over the Adam Cole Orange Cassidy feud. Yeah, that or should be done. The elite with the best friends. I mean, that's just me. Why is Adam yeah, Cole not in the world title picture? Done. What is happening? <laughs> what if what if Adam Cole feuds with Danhausen next? Are you okay with that? Oh god, that's actually he's going to say that that's what caused him the match. Yeah. <laughs> No, I I really actually don't want to see that either, but I like Danhausen, so if that's what happens, I won't <laughs> It's not what I want for Adam Cole, but I guess I'll be entertained by it. Very entertaining, yeah. very evil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what that feud would be. Yeah, I I think this is the, the uh end of Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole. At least that part, like best friends and maybe the young Fingers Bucks crossed. feud, but no yeah, swearing. Yeah. No swearing. You are cursed. Um. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that that wrapped up uh, what I wanted to talk about with Beach Break. Now, obviously, there was more that went on in the show, but for the sake of time, because we are going to cover the entire Rumble this um, podcast, um, those are kind of the highlights for it. But I wanted to move on to SmackDown, which, again, like I said earlier, these WWE shows were go home show for the rumble the next night but it was a couple of stuff on smackdown I wanted to talk about um starting with the start of the show we had charlotte shana baszler Aaliyah, natalia and shotzi blackheart in the ring um and then out comes sasha banks so she has made her return from i believe it was an injury if yeah. i'm not mistaken um so yeah she is returning and uh I mean, we already know the answer, but at the time watching this, I think you could assume as a viewer that Sasha was also going to be in the Rumble. Yeah. Didn't think she'd be at the spot she was, though. Yeah, no. But we will get into it. Um, so that, that, yeah, that's all I really have for that opening segment. The last thing I want to talk about was the closing segment, which I sent you guys the promo. I don't know if both of you watched it or not, but... Uh, it was at the end of the show. There was a segment between Seth and Roman in the ring. Roman says, "Like it's an embarrassment to get pinned by Seth freaking Rollins." And then Rollins gets on the mic, you know, saying like it's an embarrassment. And then he talks about how he has the most famous cash in Money in the Bank cash in of all time. Uh, talks about when he came back and took out Roman, and then he said. Uh, how he took the steel chair to your back and changed the game forever. You've beaten them all except me when it matters the most. So then Roman gets on the mic and he says, chair to my back, breaking up the shield. I've tried to forgive you, but I'll never forgive you for what you did to us. I hate you. So, you know, you can assume now that Seth bringing up the whole shield breakup and him betraying them really got under his skin. Started, you know, a little bit of mind games uh, with Roman. Because it's the only thing that made Roman like start to get angry out of like everything he had said throughout the promo. Um, so yeah, after Roman says the thing about "I hate you," Seth laughs. Seth laughs. He calls Roman his bloodline, his daddy, and his uncle a joke. Um, then Roman pushes him and tries to Superman punch him, but Seth ducks. I really enjoyed this promo. Um, it's like I think McAvee said it on TV, but um, you know Seth found the chinks in Roman's armor during this promo. Um, you know, you never really see any weakness to Roman at all, at least this version of him, but until this promo, well, once this promo happened, you would say, uh, he finally got under his Is skin. Is it the chinks you know, the in the armor himself. or the kink in the armor? It's kinks. <laughs> <laughs> it's kinks, guys. I really, I actually really did think it was the other, but uh, I don't know. It might be. I don't know. I just when you said, dude, it, I don't maybe. know. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like yesterday when we were talking. I said homage. And I was like, and then I corrected myself later. I was like, I think it's homage, but now I don't know anymore. I thought it was, and then someone For out sure there's like, homage. it's homage. Yeah. <laughs> right in, guys. Right in. Correct yes. me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Back on track. What? You know, you could have corrected me earlier down the line, guys. 
I just, I just, I don't know, you, you were just like let a it, serious. You just tone. let it fester with me. You really um, wanted to get to that drama of the promo, so I just want to let you finish. <laughs> what do you guys think of the promo? Did you watch it? Uh, I, I liked it. I'm glad you sent it to us because I had made the entrance of uh, Seth in, on the Royal Rumble pretty cool. And also, like, made sense now. What about you, Tim? No, I thought it was a good promo. I liked the shield when they were around, so the reference was cool to me. Um, I thought it was weird that that that, that would be like the one thing that would get to Roman is like, oh, how dare you, or I'll never forgive you for that. But yeah, I, th- I thought it was cool though, and um, you know, obviously they're gonna bring that back again, and we'll talk about it. But uh, yeah, this this was pretty good. It got me hyped for the match. By the way, guys, it is chink in the armor. Is it? Yep. All right. Just, just Googled it. Wow. So screw oh. you guys. Screw still you sounds guys. Funny. <laughs> Made me feel like I was getting canceled. <laughs> Dude, I was like, oh. It's like, we're only 21 episodes in, man. Jeez. They're like, you guys are the messed up ones, not us. <laughs> yeah, everyone listening to me was like, that's right. No, he's correct. <laughs> Um, so, alright, back on track uh, So that wrapped up SmackDown There's only one thing this week I want to talk about With Rampage uh, It was John Moxley versus Anthony Bowens From The Acclaimed uh, Did you guys watch this match? Yeah, I actually really like this match Do you remember this part in the match That I'm going to talk about They start fighting out into the stands yeah. Did we forget about a 10 count? They were fighting the stands way longer than ten seconds. It's there was weird. no ten count. Yeah, it was just a, it's, like, it's a normal singles match. There's no you know yeah. stipulations or anything like that. Who was the ref? Well, AEW's uh, done this before. I think it was what was Aubrey it, is. There, I think it was was, uh, was it Aubrey or the corpse? Yeah. No, it wasn't the corpse. <laughs> <laughs> the corpse doesn't know where he is half half the time. No, I think it was Aubrey. But I'm just watching, and like it dawned on me, I was like. Normal match. What? There, no one's counting. Nothing. We just forgot yeah. about a ten count. They've done that before. And then hear the commentaries like, "Oh, they want to give the fans a good, you know." A, well, thank, uh, thank God, Jr. is not on Rampage commentary. <laughs> commentating. You know. <laughs> yeah, Taz, Excalibur, and uh, Jericho, and Ricky Starks, and Ricky Starks. That's right. Um, but the winner of the match was Moxley. Um, match was all right. wasn't bad at all. I just that part with the tank out stuck out to me so that was and that wasn't change. before the match right that was like during the match oh yeah we were like halfway through the match at this point okay. <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely um so let's get into the rumble rumble is one of my favorite if not favorite you know it's more fun my than favorite. the mania yeah. mania is big but like rumble is what usually was, was my favorite usually it was my favorite. <laughs> was yeah, my favorite was until this year. Um, so opening match, uh, they started off pretty strong, kind of. Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins, Universal Championship. Seth comes out to the Shield music. Uh, he walks through the stands. He's wearing Shield gear again. This brings us back to the whole mind games with the Shield stuff that Seth was talking about on SmackDown. So they brought that, yeah. you know, full circle. You know the shield's ten years old. <sighs> like, <laughs> as a, I'm like, it was ten years ago. Are you serious? How's that make you feel, Tim? Old as. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, d- correct me if I'm wrong. I know Tim. You only got to see the ending of this match, but Jeremy, did you watch the whole match? Yeah. So, th- like, basically, the first half of the match, right? Seth is pretty much dominating Roman. I believe he does a shield yeah. bomb through the table to Roman. Um, he did a curb stomp too. Yeah, he did a lot of stuff. He was taking it yeah. to Roman. Roman like couldn't do anything for a while, and then Roman came back. Um, and I thought overall the match was good, but I think just like everyone else, it seems like from when I read online, did not like the ending. And the ending yeah. was uh, Roman puts him in a guillotine. Seth grabs the ropes. Roman won't let go. So he gets disqualified. 
And I read today online that in order to drown out the booze of the match, Roman started hitting Seth with a chair. Chair shots over chair shots. That way they're booing Roman at this point then and not the match. Booze stay there, but the reason changes. That should have been already the plan because that that would have made sense still. Yeah, well, I don't know. We know WWE plans are. Um, <laughs> but no, the first chair shot to Seth after he had gotten back up, it was just like the whole uh, chair shot that he gave them when he betrayed them. So, um, so yeah, what you think of the match? I know, obviously, we all didn't like the ending. Um, I really was hoping Seth was going to win, Me but uh, I guess what this doesn't hurt either competitor. I don't know why they want to do it, but. Yeah, what'd you guys think? It was a really good match, and this is probably the at the height of Royal Rumble, at least last night. Oh, the that, the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> it's the height. Of everything Royal else Rumble. is downhill from here. That was, this was the best part of the show. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Um, Besides hanging out with you guys, this was the best part of the show. <laughs> yeah, this was uh, it was a really good match, and then yeah, obviously the ending sucks. I don't even know if it helps. Either person. It's just like a annoying thing that WWE falls to whenever they don't know how to finish a match. Yeah. And so I just feel like it ends up hurting them more than anything now. Just because of how often they do it. Any thoughts, Tim? No, it was a great match. I mean, I enjoyed it. I just didn't like the ending. Um, yeah. Uh, I think before they do this match again, they should probably take a break. For a while you know keep these guys away from each other yeah and just use it when you need to because i don't want to see seth get jobbed out to roman you know well luckily seth's on a different show than roman so right so uh, i mean i think so they will keep them matter. separated well yeah but the whole no, thing I, was just adam pierce brought him over i think it's just going to be one of those things where they're great together when you need them but don't do it all the time i agree um, all right, you guys will move on to the next match. Yes. Yeah. Not going to be as great, but yeah. <laughs> next match was the women's Royal Rumble. Uh, actually didn't hate it. Um, it was, better than, to it was better than the men's. Better than men's, yeah. which we will get into. So the women's Royal Rumble, um, who were some of the people that came? I mean, everyone was pretty much announced. I don't think there was any real surprises. Nikki Bella was that right? was a good one. Yeah. They had a, they had announced on Instagram like weeks before that they were going to be in the Rumble. I mean, oh, really? I, I think the only surprise that they didn't announce, but uh, if you were paying attention to things being said online, the winner was Ronda Rousey, and we it had leaked online that she was in town, and then it also leaked online that uh, this was before the Rumble started that. WWE has plans for Charlotte Flair versus Ronda. Um, she came in at number 30? Yep. Number 30, yep. She came in looking like Avril Lavigne or something. Uh, <laughs> kind of. Uh, that's my friend Corey's joke, who listens to the show, so <laughs> don't want to take credit for it. Uh, that's a good one. But, yeah, so... She is your winner. Um, Charlotte Flair herself was in the match. And I think it just came down to them two, I believe. Uh, yeah, it came down to the SmackDown Women's Champion yeah. and Ronda Rousey. Well, Charlotte's whole th- reason for being in there was that she wanted to choose her opponent herself. But Ronda ended up taking her out. So, um, as a whole, I actually enjoyed the Women's Rumble um, a lot up until the ending. See, this is the thing. When they do things like this and with the winner of the men's rumble, it's like you have these people that work hard all year long and then you bring in part timers to win it. Why? And I think it comes down to what I said to you earlier, Jeremy, is that WWE, and I think this has been said a bunch of times, not just by us, but has a problem when it comes to building new stars. Agree? Disagree? Well, th- well, think about it. Okay, if Ronda Rousey, 
if Ronda Rousey doesn't win, then who does? And then would you get would you guys be like bummed about who it was? Dude, I I mean for me, if it's either like Sasha Banks or Ryan Ripley, I'm good with that. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. Okay, Sasha yeah, Banks actually, just returned. That, those are two those are two solid choices. Sasha Banks just returned and she was number the number one entrant. Then Melina came out returning after a long time and was uh tossed out right away. Um but I thought as you Sasha do, a legend. Yeah, as you do to a legend, you toss them like they're trash. Um <laughs> I thought Sasha was gonna be in a lot longer. I thought she was gonna be the quote unquote anchor of the match, which that ended up being uh Bianca Belair, who was in it for like forty some minutes. But Sasha was out, I think, before even like number ten had come out. Yeah, she was out uh, two spots before Bianca Belair. So whenever she came okay. out, like, two spots before that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think people would be fine with you know her winning the Rumble. Um, there was no Asuka comeback. There was no Bailey. No Alexa Bliss. Um, I'm trying to think, no one from NXT. I really thought Raquel Raquel Gonzalez uh, was going to make an appearance, but she did not. But even without that, I mean, I did I did actually like this women's Royal Rumble. I just we'll have to wait and see if I liked that Ronda won it down the road. Once we get to where we're going, but as of now, I'm just like, eh. yeah, it was, it's like it she came good. out and you're like, oh, I know who's winning, yeah. Immediately. So, same thing with the men's rumble, but we'll talk about that. But yeah, so any other thoughts on this match, guys? Well, this this rumble I felt had the right amount of like appearances by uh, either like legends or surprise appearances by someone he didn't know really. Um, more than the men's rumble did at all. So that's why I think this one was this one was good. I wouldn't say great, but it was just good. What about you, Tim? No, I mean, overall, I thought, like I said, I think it was better than the men's rumble. I thought Ronda coming out, like you said, was like fairly predictable because I'm like, who else is going to win this thing? And why would she be coming out if she wasn't going to win? And uh, yeah, I mean, it was, was, I thought it was like pretty good overall, you know, like it was like it was maybe one of the better parts of the show along with the opening match. Other than that, the show was uh, just kind of disappointing for a Royal Rumble. This is, you know, it's one of their big, like, surprise type things of the year, and I just don't think it lived up. Well, moving on to the next match, which... Okay. Well, you're talking about not living up, so that's... No, I'm just talking about your your catchphrase. (laughs) All right. Uh, Her next match was Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop. Look, guys, I didn't pay attention too much to this match. I was never really even excited for it to begin with. From what I remember, it no, no, it's just, (laughs) it's just I don't know what I was doing. I mean, we were drinking beers. We were, you know, drinking some (laughs) beers or something. But or at least I was. there's Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop for the Raw Women's Championship. From what I remember, it wasn't like a terrible match or anything. Nothing special. I mean, it was fine. Your winner was Becky Lynch. I'm sure everyone could have seen that coming, though. You know. Yeah. It, w- it was tough for a women's title match to be a cool-down match. Yeah. It's just... I mean, that's really all it is. Who won this? Becky Lynch. Okay. Who do you think won? Yeah. <laughs> of course they're going to keep Becky champion for Mania. <laughs> so I, I can't I can't say anything bad about this match. I just... You know, start... Just, we were all talking, really. You know, we were all just having a good time talking with one another pretty much during this during this match. Why Why weren't you paying attention to this one, dude? Because I was, I was just talking with you guys. All right, all right. I'm just, <laughs> just wondering. And I sent you a TikTok of a lady that forgot to order a salad. And oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and then, and then the other thing. <laughs> the other thing was that the the WrestleMania sign was melting during this match. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so if, you, yeah, if you're listening don't know, um, after the pyro went off when Ronda's pointing to the WrestleMania sign, the sign melted 
and was dripping down onto fans. It, it's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing, but they had to evacuate <laughs> fans <laughs> within that area. So are you having melting metal and plastic? I'm just thinking like, of falling hot out. ass plastic. Like you're just sitting there watching wrestling and you're like. <laughs> it's terrible. I'm sorry. Um, like, yes, yeah, so, so you know what's terrible is that later on at the Men's Royal Rumble, so I'll just say this real quick so before we get there, but the fans who was sat there, apparently they, uh, one of the guys tweeted out, and he's like, when the Men's Royal Rumble is ending, they came back and were asked, like, hey, when the match ends, can you move out of your seats again? Because they're going to light the, <laughs> the pyro off again. So, like, we don't care about these people sitting here. Just move them again. So we need the nice shot, all right? We yeah. need the mania <laughs> sign to go off. Whether you get burned or not is not my problem. Yeah, you can sit here and get <laughs> hot metal dripped on you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just watching Tim is laughing to himself. Um, <laughs> so our next match was Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. Um, This match was pretty much exactly what i thought it would be anytime you get like two really just big guys in there um one it's not gonna go crazy long they're gonna do big like you know big like big guy shit like spearing through the barricade kind of thing like you know stuff stuff that makes the audience go like ooh and ah kind of shit like but Bobby went for like a spear to Brock and hit the barricade and that thing exploded. The pads like came off of it. Uh <laughs> it wasn't just your normal like it just fell down. Like it literally just got ripped apart by it. He like landed on the metal like framing of the barricade if I remember. I showed one of um, my coworkers I showed one of my coworkers a picture of uh Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar who's like and this guy's like really into working out. I said between the two of them, how much, how many steroids do you think is flowing between those? How much steroids <laughs> do you think is flowing between those veins? And dude, he was like, so much. <laughs> he's like, dude, he's like, dude, it's gotta be so much. Yeah, I mean, when you're their age, like, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be taking yeah. something. And, and Vince loves his big men. So, uh... yeah. <laughs> yeah, how much do you think Vince loved this match? Dude, he's like Goliath. <laughs> like Pat, like Pat, Mac, like Pat McAfee says, these are the guys you send to fight the aliens. All right, <laughs> just ginormous. I mean, it's it's a good um, point. If we send Brock Lesnar to fight an alien and he gets beat, then we're all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in the end, Roman Roman interfered in the match. Uh, what he did? He give him a spear or a Superman punch? Uh. This is spear. Okay, right. um, I guess I don't know, yeah. but Bobby won because of this. Uh, I guess well, it's then what... Roman hit him with the title after Heyman gave it to him. Mm, okay, that's what it was. So this is no- another one of those things, though. You know, you don't doesn't make Bobby look bad, doesn't make Brock look bad because it wasn't clean finish. Um, honestly, I didn't see Bobby winning this. Um, and I know last week in the beginning of the show, we said we were going to do predictions for the rumble and we actually did do them, but there was some technical difficulties guys. So yes. And sorry, that never happened. Speaking of, uh, yes, sorry for the technical difficulties. Sorry. We did not have video last week. We had a couple internet issues, which seemed to be going good this week. So hopefully it all works out. Yes, Tim had some wild predictions, if I remember correctly, for uh, this show. I basically picked everything on wrong on purpose for the shock factor. It was a pretty good segment. (laughs) I wish we had left it in. It was funny, but unfortunately, with the internet issues, no, yeah, it's all it's all good. (laughs) Because my internet. Um, So yeah, winner was Bobby Lashley, new WWE champion once again. Um, Yeah, what? Any thoughts on the match, guys? This Stuff one actually went said. longer than I. Th- this went longer than I thought. It, th- it was like ten minutes long, and so long. It was, it was like yeah, <laughs> it was like a suplex F five. Suplex City. Suplex. Yeah, yeah and that's about it. Did he end up getting the hurt lock on him? I don't remember. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but he got out of it. Obviously, yeah. 
I mean, Brock has like a thousand neck muscles, so this is true. This He's is good. So many steroids. I actually thought it was, you know it was better than I just seen matches like this before. You never know, but I thought it was okay. You know, for two big. I would have. It would have been much different if it was back in their prime when they were younger. Yeah. Because Brock, Brock left and then moonsault. Yeah. Well, Brock wrestled very. Me and Tim talked about it. Brock used to wrestle very differently than uh, he does nowadays. He wrestled like Kurt. It would, it would, yeah, it would have been a, a lot, you know, faster paced uh, kind of match. Um, but you know, this was the first time that they ever did meet in any kind of ring. Um, and it wasn't terrible. So, yeah, glad it yeah. happened. Yeah, you know now now Lashley can check that off of his bucket list. Yeah. Moving on from that though, we had uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix versus the Miz and Maurice. To be honest, this so was a lot better. Okay. This was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, Maurice actually did stuff. <laughs> uh, the past two mixed uh, tag team matches she's been in, I don't think she did a like really a single move. If I remember correctly, but she did uh, like a hurricanrana to Edge off the top rope, which was uh, very unlike her. I feel like she actually took a bump, a couple of bumps. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought Edge's gear was really cool. I liked the blue and black that he was wearing. Um, That's cool. Beth looked like that she should be with Brock Lesnar with her Viking <laughs> haircuts. Um, and her the paint on her face, Tim. Who was that? What's her name? That it was a paint. Uh, we we thought that it might have been a, uh, not Mula Vashon. Um, oh god, this is terrible. Who was it? Something Vashon. I didn't Lu- say the Luna. name because Luna Vashon. Luna Luna. It still could have been. I mean, kind of looked like it, just not as drawn out. But it was in the same area that she used to have it. But yeah, so winners was Edge and Beth Phoenix. Um. I guess it was supposed to be kind of like a cool down match before the men's Royal Rumble after Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Fans seemed to be into it though. Um, I think it ended with, if I'm not mistaken, did they both give the Glamazon like finisher? Yeah. They did both the, the spear before that and then did that. So they both did Edge's finisher and then they finished with a. Uh, giving both of them um, yeah. best finisher. So that was cool. Um, it's the first time they've ever uh, tagged together, Beth and Edge. So for them, it probably meant you know, a lot more than fans watching it. So good for them. I'm just trying to figure out how to segue into this match. So the main event of the show was the Men's Royal Rumble. Um, started off real strong. Uh, your first two entrances were AJ Styles at number one and Shinsuke Nakamura at number two. Um, if you are a fan of you know the Indies or New Japan or anything and know their history, these are two guys that you know had really good feuds outside of WWE. I know they were at WrestleMania the one year, um, but if you're you know in on the wrestling stuff, it, it might have been kind of cool. Um, and this lasted less than what two minutes because the next entrant didn't even make it in before, or no, it lasted longer than that, right? I just know Shinsuke wasn't very long, and that's your Intercontinental yeah. Champion, and uh, <laughs> yeah. he he's out of there. Yeah, he was out pretty quick. Um, so who do we have in this match? You know, we had okay. One thing I need to get off my chest, which we talked about last night. Madcap Moss came into the ring. Tim goes, who is this guy? <laughs> Tim has not been paying attention to Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin segments, but who can blame him? Madcap Moss eliminated AJ Styles. Horrible. Even Omos was in there. I thought Omos was going to be the one. That would make more sense storytelling-wise. Yeah. Yeah, Madcap Moss. God. Um... So who else was Johnny Knoxville came in, he got tossed out and thrown into his jackass crew. Um 
Kofi kind of he Kofi Kofi every year likes to do some sort of stunt, right? And yeah. he jumped or got thrown out and jumped all the way to the barricade. And the plan was, I believe, to hang on. Instead, his feet touched the ground, and then he pulled his feet up. And it was very obvious that they couldn't hide it, and the ref just had to be like, like you got to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no way to hide that shit. It was both toes, you know, touch. I think one foot was completely flat on the ground. Um, <laughs> they show the replay in the commentary. It's like, oh, he's out. He's out. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Who else? There was, again, no guys from NXT. Uh, No crazy surprises. Unless it's There's, Shane Shane McMahon, cool. All right, yeah. that's I mean, your I was biggest say surprise. We skip to like uh, what Riddle, who was like number twenty five. Riddle was like, twenty five. No one before that. No, um, a lot of mid carders. I mean, that's every rumble, but there was no real surprises. I heard Angle was in town, but Angle did not come out during this match. Uh, which not like he was going to win, but it would have been cool to see. Um, so number 30 entrant, who was our winner, was Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's entrance number 30. Uh, I think he's only in there for a couple minutes before he takes everyone out. Uh, oh, well, Drew McIntyre came back very early after a neck injury, like a month. Um, and I think it came down to him and Brock. Yeah, because it was Brock, like the same as two years ago. Yeah, and Brock this time around eliminated him. Uh, the fans sound when Brock won. The fans sounded um, divided. I guess you could say. Yeah. You know, you sent us a video of a guy in the stands when Brock <laughs> came out. He was pissed, but there were people in the background cheering, and there were plenty of people that were booing. Yeah. So. I'm guessing the way this was getting booked was, well, we need to find a way to get to Roman and Brock at Mania. Because um, I don't think we're going to get another Brock versus Lashley at Mania. You know, you can continue I, I, the better story with Roman. I think that perfectly sums up WWE is like, they did this whole rumble, or basically this whole show, for one storyline to like set it back up. Yeah, so pretty it was much. basically... Uh, because the Roman match in the start, and then the Brock match, and then the men's Royal Rumble was all for the storyline. So yeah. it's like, of course, you're not going to make any new stars when half your show is just for one storyline. Tim, what do you think of this match? I don't know. I thought it was pretty predictable. I, like, once Brock came out, I was like, well, all right. We know where Dude, this is Rumble going. The Rumble during the pandemic was better than this one. Yeah, that's what we were saying <laughs> last night. Um. Yeah. yeah, I mean, how do you feel about Brock winning? I mean, there's worse choices, so I guess that's fine. Um, I just was kind of bummed there was no surprises. There was no, like, yeah. like Cody. I thought Bad Bunny, honestly, was like a <laughs> wasted spot. Oh, yeah, I forgot B- Bad Bunny. Uh, and he was in the top four left, right? Ugh. Yeah, he, he got out. He took out Dolph Ziggler. He, he took out a, lot, like, a couple people. Apparently it was just a one-off thing, so thank God. But um, yeah, and Shane squaring up with Riddle, who's an actual trained MMA fighter. Yeah, and like took the punches to Rid- Riddle had to take his punches. Like, oh, dude. Originally, if the plan wasn't going to be Brock, I would have thought that Kevin Owens would win. Yeah, that would have. But this was at the yeah. time I, that I was thinking that Rollins was going to beat Roman. Yeah. That that's where my thought process was, but. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't like this rumble, guys, I know he's getting a lot of heat right now, but it was written, head writer and producer for this match was Shane McMahon, who put himself over in the match and has apparently uh, has some heat backstage with some of the superstars because of this. Really? He eliminated Kevin Owens. Like, uh, you know, people had to sell for him and like, God, like, I don't know, man. He put himself him over. He's like, like, he's like you know I'm the this star. Match needs yeah, me. Yeah, he's like me. You know what this match needs <laughs> me. <laughs> God, it's just uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And you know what sucks is that when a pay per view like this, like if it was just a normal pay per view, that'd be fine. But it's like, man, I have to wait like all the way till next year 
for another rumble. <laughs> right. And who knows if it's going to be good or not. Yeah. Yep. It's tough. And it's, it's like so tough because do they have another one before Mania? Like do they have a small or Elimination Chamber, right? I don't know. Is that in Saudi Arabia? Oh, it might be. I was like, they usually have one every month. So like, there's going to be one next month in February, which is going to be nothing. What is it? Uh, God, no, it's not Battleground because that always comes after. I always thought um, it was Elimination Chamber, but. It has been in the past, but I think they're moving it. Yeah. So I don't know. what They could create a new one, you know. Yeah. Back in my day, it was no way out. It was uh, before <laughs> the Mania. That's yeah. good. And the backlash was after. But mm-hmm. kids these days don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Where the pay per views didn't change, they were the same. Same every movie. every month. And you just you just went down the line. There was no day one. <laughs> There's no day one. You know, they started messing that stuff up with like adding New Year's res- revolution, resolution, oh, or whatever. Um, Night of Champions. Sounds like Night of Champions. Yeah. Yeah. I don't um, know. NXT has Vengeance Day coming up. That so. was like Vengeance Day. Like <laughs> vengeance Day. So, like Judgment Day uh, and Vengeance. Let's just get a two for one. <laughs> yeah. So, as a whole, guys, this pay per view started cool and uh just kind of went down from there as someone might say this pay-per-view was meh or meh. say mid meh it was mid yeah you, sm- <laughs> yeah, you smoke mids bro oh my god <laughs> so yeah it, do you guys have any other thoughts on this pay-per-view or anything we're just gonna have to see where the storyline goes brock apparently is supposed to make his decision this coming monday on raw which is, if you're listening today, for us it's tomorrow. I wonder where he's going to go. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah, if they really want to swerve us, he'd be like, I'm coming for you, Bobby, again. Yeah. Then Bobby he'll boy. beat Bobby, collect his belt, and then they'll unify the belts. They'll collect his belt before Mania, then collect his belt. Yeah. <laughs> unify with Roman. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about after this pay-per-view. Like, it's kind of just like, I get, hope they make it worth it, but I don't have much hope for them. I don't know. But that wraps up the Royal Rumble, guys. Probably about wraps up the Nothing show. Nothing like huh? to end the show on no yeah. hope. Yeah, womp, womp, womp. Now, but that was really <laughs> fun watching the show, you know, regardless of how it turned out. Um, yeah, but... We all shared each other's misery in bad moments. <laughs> Guys, episode twenty-one, man. We here we are. It's pretty cool. We will, uh, yes, sir. We will be back again next week, like always. Uh, just a reminder, just in case anybody got confused, because we did have to change a couple of things. We used to record our show on Thursday nights, and it Thursday. would come, yeah, and it would come out Friday afternoon. And we did have to switch, so we now record on Sunday evening, and the show should be released on uh monday around just monday around dinner time just think of it like that um and you know so if you've had trouble finding us or trying to figure out what happened or what that's the new schedule episodes drop on friday uh evening and uh don't forget please follow the pw fan on twitter and instagram at the pw fan and follow andy's funko pop collection page on instagram at the 410 fan bros I appreciate you guys for listening and join us next week on the PW Fan Podcast where we talk all things professional wrestling. Uh,